last time on Dice Funk. You know what? Uh, at this point, Juniper's going to start just trying to move with the uh, with the with the car. Yeah, and I'm Let's going go. to, and I'm queen of the run. <laughs> I stand on top of one of the runs. Uh, D- Dio picks up their their pengman, hops on the cart, and is ready to go. No, and then like Vimble's going to like throw some like darts, I guess, at them. Yeah, here we go. Twelve damage? Are you fucking serious? Yeah. Hmm. I, I, I guess, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm still trying to, like, like, disarm you, but your weapons are just, like, shooting out of your hands, so I'm gonna, like, go for, like, both, like, your, your hands. Yeah, the, the cracks, like, spread over a significant part of my body, and I just fall down, and I'm no longer moving. You're trying to kill Vimble here. Will a death prevent what's coming over the horizon? Yes, that's the only way to keep this community safe. I only want what's best for these refugees. Juniper sprints in at speed, uses the rake to lift up the tail so that it is sort of flipped up onto the altar and it's going to go for lethal damage. I think that big thing is trying to eat you, so let's all just quietly pull this cart away. And also, do you guys think I'm cool? Do you think I'm pretty today? Because um, no one else is around to praise her right now, so she really needs this. I had hoped this would be the god of animals like me, but I'm suspecting it's the god of death remains would be my guess right now. And at first you think, I mean, your mind is reeling from just the, the impact and the strangeness of it, and you can't help but feel some subliminal connection to the giant snake man you just fought. Uh, but then you look down, and what you see is not a scaly snake body, but uh, what could only be an intestine. Oh, I've got some guts. And then you know, like, so, like Fimple's gonna like pull off his like cowl and like, um, uh, like, is like, if there's like a fire, I'm gonna like throw it into the fire and be like, I don't, and like it when it does, it like there's like a big like shoot up of flames and like it makes every the whole area smell like real bad because um, it's so greasy <laughs> it's like really but i mean uh, i don't deserve the mantle of dark justice not yet i need to i need to do some some searching and figure out what justice really means so i need to say bits of rock have still stuck in the vine or root system it's like mostly a plant body with just like parts that are still a very cracked up statue and that's the case for their face we had a lot of conversations about the about about plants and how they related to you and what what are plants did you have dreams about me my name's zana did you have a dream about someone named zana hello zana no well, so you don't remember anything, like, relating to, like, anything that, like, <laughs> incidents that, like, interactions between you, me, and, like, your arm, or none of that? Like, that's... Who are you? Cool, 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 I saw a spark against the dark, and we erupt, but it's a slow burn. I take a chance, we start to dance, can see enough. To know to turn around The sound of a bonfire Carries over fences Titillates our senses We can feel the heat 
I had anxiety that Sam thinks that I hate him, but I don't hate him. I hate your character. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I got it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I think we we should start this episode with an acknowledgement that's going to be a weird one. There were some scheduling conflicts. Uh, this is uh, not your regular scheduled episode ha- ha- happening after the big cliffhanger where Dio was maybe reset. Vimble, you threw your cowl into the campfire and vowed to find the true meaning of justice. And Juniper uh, found courage within herself and claimed the the viscera of the god of death. <laughs> a big episode. <laughs> and now we're, we're shifting gears uh, t- tremendously right now. So. Yeah, so we're now doing like a fan service one, right? This is a beach episode. Look, we, we need to do a slightly weird energy one today because after many, many years of Conrad constantly being in the Roll20 when we make these episodes, Conrad's <laughs> no longer there and what? everything's different now. Laura, <laughs> you convinced him to to get rid of it. No, How I, do I, I told like him this? he was there in, in the hopes that he wouldn't mess with anything and he's gone now. No, he said, I think I know how to fix it. Yeah, but and he that's said when he I wouldn't. knew our days were numbered. When the one shot he was on comes out, people will hear the discussion <laughs> uh, that you're referring to and all will be revealed. But here's what I want to say is that you all get back on the cart and you're going east away from the, the Duma farm. And in the distance, you see the next biome, which is a beautiful beach. You see miles and miles <laughs> of white sand and you're like, beach episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But then all of a sudden the screen gets wiggly and you're thrown into a flashback prequel episode because Sophie's unavailable and Dio wasn't with you uh, before the events of the season. So (gasps) that is a thing we can record without Sophie. Can Um, we just cut to like someone just saying there's Dio standing there? (laughs) <laughs> I, I thought about doing that where we're like yeah what, let's just record without uh, someone else and we'll just say like they were weirdly quiet for this part but uh, I don't want anyone to miss out on an opportunity to do something cool no 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 I, I I think this is what we do is that we keep going oh there's Dio oh no it's just a, a regular statue or something ah oh, it's a big bush <laughs> <laughs> lots of things that aren't Dio that we keep thinking are Dio okay so concept we just see the journey of Dio just being shipped from one part of that small town to the other part of the small town. And like people are dropping Dio. Uh, someone's just like, it ha- it's like one of those episodes someone like has their first kiss behind Dio. Yeah. Uh, yeah another, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like uh, someone hides like s- something they stole inside Dio and then comes back for it later. Um, a guy just walks up to Dio and just starts talking about all his problems to Dio. And he goes, I know that you're not alive, but, you know, it's just nice to feel like someone listens. All that kind of stuff. Yeah, makes friends with, like, a certain, like an animal or something, you know, like a, a squirrel or, like a, a, like, a bird. We do the, yeah, we do the whole fox and the hound with Dio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Dio doesn't move at all. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so the, the last thing we see of the party is they see the, the beach in the distance. Uh, Fortunato's like, uh, how many fingers am I holding up, Dio? And their hand sprouts like 16 fingers on one hand because they're made of goo. <laughs> uh, and so all, all of you are like sitting back and watching this. And one of you is like, hey, remember when we first met? <laughs> and then we go into the prequel episode. <laughs> uh so you all have level one character sheets, like how we started, because you haven't uh, 
done any murders yet that we're aware of. No, yeah, none that I've written into my backstory. <laughs> but, you know, the day is young. <laughs> Juniper, do you think exploding one of a man's foreheads counts as a murder? I think that counts as a murder. I think that very explicitly does. <laughs> we, 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 we literally fade in on Juniper. You're at a university function and you're just out of context saying to someone like, I'm glad I have never exploded one of, of man's Ooh. foreheads with a rake. <laughs> yeah. Look, if I, if I had a plant with uh, four sort of budding blooms on it and I chopped one of the four blooms off, I would feel like that was murdering a part of the plant. You see? <laughs> you know, uh-huh. some would call it pruning. I call it murder. And the, the botanist you're talking to nods politely, um, and someone, uh, you know, taps their their fork on the glass to get everyone to quiet down because you are at Calthinian University, uh, in their in their ballroom here for an assembly of some sort, and you see a, a, a older, like uh, a gray graying gnome man in a, in a very nice suit, like walk up to the podium. He's shorter than the podium, so he disappears behind it. <laughs> And then there's a little burst of magic and he floats up above it so you can see his head. Uh, and this is Mr. Calthinian, uh, Vimble's father, who uh, d- pointedly does not make eye contact with his son in the crowd. <laughs> uh, should we say are, you're not dressed as Dark Justice here at this assembly, right? Oh, I'm, I'm not. No, I'm no. I'm I, I'm in fact like because uh, like I'm like, you know, like Playboy Vimble here, right? Like I um... are you wearing pants with tiny martinis on them? <laughs> Um, well, yeah, but, like, like, they, like, they're, like, like, they aren't, like, a design. They're, like, actual, like, martinis that I've, like, affixed to my, uh, pants. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that looks baller. Um, like, it's, like, you know, I'm, 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 like, a very, um, um, just, just very, like, shitty, like, um, uh, loser guy's, like, envisionment of, like, what, like, a cool, like, playboy guy is. So I'm, like... I don't know, like, doing, like, some, like, pickup artist shit. Like, I'm, like, walking around, like, trying to, like, neg people and, like, being, like, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, justice is pretty, like, maps are cool, but justice is, like, my main thing, you know? And then, like, I sort of, like, (laughs) gaze off into the distance meaningfully, but no one knows what that means. I imagine you're that guy in that one meme picture where he has his hand on the woman's like back of her neck and he's like <laughs> just talking at her and she looks so bored and you're like justice like you know? yeah 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 but but I'm like really small so like I need to like I'm like doing that but like I'm like standing on a chair. <laughs> She's really yes. tall. <laughs> that is a perfect vibe like i'm still looking way up at her like i'm like straining to like hold the back of her neck oh fuck i hate that i knew exactly what meme you meant immediately uh zana what's your vibe there so juniper you're having a nice conversation about plants vimbles being terrible oh, i i want to be clear it's not a nice conversation uh juniper's being fucking insufferable mm. <laughs> like being very very um you know when someone's like just a little too I think this is the most interesting topic in the world and therefore I'm going to talk to you as if you're as interested in in it as me. That's where Juniper's at. Um well I've casted unseen servant to carry my things and then I persuaded several students to carry me as well. And um oh my God. I'm just like pointing at people and insulting them because for some reason I am even more confident and delusional than usual. And somehow everyone's listening to me for no reason. Yeah, I wonder, I bet the unseen servant move is very popular in high society. Like you walk into the party and your purse is like floating next to you. That's a good look. Yeah, it's like um, in the new Dune movie where Christopher, 
whatever Timothy Chapapape is walking around. <laughs> he's got that cool light. Chapapape. I can't yeah. say it, so I did my best. I thought people would figure it out. Yeah, we all know. No, no, no we got yeah. Yeah, it's like that, but with my stuff. So Mr. Calthanian addresses the crowd and he says, thank you, esteemed representatives of Goodfellas and Shard Point University. We are so blessed to have you here on this fine day. As you well know, we are reaching a turning point in the history of academia. A whole new world has opened up for study and exploration, but it is dangerous to do so and you risk much. The cost of getting a researcher to Mount Grendel and the exorbitant prices of the mountaineers pale in comparison to the lost revenue from the vital research we are doing here in every field, such as food production and terraforming and self-defense. So it is vital we choose the correct fields to be the tip of the spear on the new frontier and like he's giving this uh this speech this very colonialist speech and everyone's like nodding and approving and there's you look around and you see like these are all the big money donors these are all the very important people um and the way he's talking about it is like the universities are the the basically the safe uh important parts of the post-apocalypse and outside is just you know bedlam um I don't know how you feel about that. I feel like Vimble, that's your ideology as well. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like 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 I'm like you know talking to this like uh, to this uh, girl like like basically like sort of like like sort of like pulling her and being like yeah that's my dad. I mean his whole thing is sort of colonialism, which is cool and all. Mine's more like justice though. <laughs> You're like dad, tell him about the crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, t- tell, tell him about the guy I apprehended for having an open drink in the library. <laughs> oh, I broke three of his ribs. Oh my god, that's terrible. Uh, but he says, so we have prepared uh, exhibitions of each college here for you today to peruse and decide how you want to contribute to the effort of exploring and utilizing the resources of Arabella. So I hope you have a pleasant evening as you enjoy the refreshments here in the ballroom and mill about the campus exploring your options. And I hope you give generously to our various foundations and initiatives. Uh, Thank you for being here and uh, to the future. And uh, everyone claps and, you know, (laughs) clinks their little glasses and stuff. And all, uh, you know, just the weight of their jewelry as they shift around (laughs) is like cacophonous. Um, I feel, I feel like, uh, like, Vimble is, like, um, uh, like, milling about, but also, like, he's trying to, like, keep an eye out for, like, any, like, suspicious characters and, like, like, uh, w- like, tailing some guy he saw, like, walk away with a, like, uh, a fork that was supposed to, like, go back in, like, the thing. He's, like, worried that he's, like, gonna, like, anyone's gonna, like, steal stuff, you know? And he's, like, sort of uh-huh. just, like, subtly tailing him, you know? I love that, yeah. Do you want to do a little, a little sneak roll? Oh, yeah, little, for sure. A little stealth roll? <laughs> all right so that's uh 18 wow yeah you follow this guy perfectly and you see that he is uh he has he's still eating his little coffee cake so he has a, a fork and a, a little dish so if you want to 
uh, apprehend this man. I'm, <laughs> or... I'm, I'm, I'm gonna like sort of like like I'm gonna like really like smoothly sort of like uh, bump into him, and be like, "Glad you're enjoying yourself. Mind the uh, the uh, silverware," and then like sort, of, but like I'm like sort of like sneak up behind him and like like you know uh, just like emerge from the shadow with like a vice <laughs> grip on his, I guess. Um, the, uh, hip, because that's the highest I can reach, and uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna roll something here. It might be nothing. I just had a stupid idea. Uh, no, thirteen. He doesn't have a heart attack because this is an <laughs> this is <laughs> this is an old man. Yeah. He's like a rich donor to the school, and you emerge from the shadows and grab him. Uh, I thought that'd be very funny if you killed like a very important rich man here, but no, he's just uh, startled and. He eventually sheepishly brings the fork back, <laughs> although he's like, I give 100,000 gold pieces, and this is how I'm treating Roger <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then, like, I'm just sort of gonna, like, um, like, turn to, like, my, uh, my parents, and, like, um, uh, in the hopes that they, like, see that, and then, like, uh, sort of, like, wink and, like, give a thumbs up. Nice. Yeah, your father scowls. <laughs> um... Zana and Vimble, you are scheduled to give, uh, you know, presentations on cartography and psychology, uh, you know, respectively. But I assume you don't care or put any effort into them because you don't you're not really particularly invested in that. Juniper, you definitely want to give your botany presentation. Oh, 100 Wait, I'm invested in that. People will be looking at me and paying attention. Oh, to me. that's true. OK, so we can do that, too. I want to say if you cast your mind back to episode three. When Red talked about meeting the first research team, she said, oh, yeah, there was, a, a, in her words, an animal person, a weather person, and a water person. So you know that uh, if you go to the College of Oceanography, Meteorology, and Zoology, respectively, uh, that is where you will find uh, characters who are important to our present-day shenanigans as well. So those are, like, points of interest for you. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know what Juniper would want to be giving her, uh, her sort of speech on, if this is a good point to discuss that, and what sort of Juniper's pitch for coming up here would be, that she would have put way too much time into preparing, which is, look, everyone thinks about going to a new world, there's going to be new life forms, there's going to be new kinds of creatures to interact with. Everyone thinks about that. That's on the front of everyone's mind when they go, and I think that most people who go up to a new world will assume sentience is a possibility for creatures, you know, they will assume uh, th there's a lot of things that they will assume, you know, b because they'll assume things are like our world. We have no idea if what's up there's going to be anything like down here, and picture the scene. There are a bunch of plants on the ground up in this new world. You just walk straight through them, trample over them. Why not? They're plants. What, what are you thinking? You didn't send up someone up there who could talk to plants and discovered, oh, hey, they're sentient, they're talking, they don't like being stepped on. That's why you need to send up someone with knowledge with plants. Because for all you know, we could have topsy-turvy rules here and things that you don't see as signs of valuable life might be completely different up there. And it is important we check our assumptions at the door and let me go talk to all the plants up there. Uh, uh, a man dressed in like all white with a big hat. He seems like maybe some kind of a cattle baron speaks up and says, isn't it more important that we get livestock going? I mean, we can just good bury all the plants. That's a level one spell. Any idiot can cast it. What do we need your stuff for? Oh, 
Well, I mean, we don't know that magic works up there the same way. Maybe Goodberry's going to stop working in a couple of weeks. Maybe I can talk to a plant and go, hey, do you know how to make medicine out of yourself and turn into a cure for some kind of disease? We don't even have magic to fix down here. What if you can have a conversation with the plant and the plant goes, oh, yeah, I know how to fix that. I know a lot of stuff. I'm a plant. I'll, I'll grow good for you. We had a good chat. An old wizard in a big conical hat says, We also have magic for medicine. The cure of poison is a low-level spell. Well, yes, but again, we don't know what's going to work up there and what's going to not. Look, there is a whole world of ecology up there. Like, if you've ever paid any attention to mushrooms and the way that um, down here mushrooms connect over huge areas of space communicating with each other, you can get so much insight and understanding about a world and a space by connecting to those networks that spread out. You can find out about danger incoming before it comes. You can find out, you know, what the, the cycle of the weather's going to be like. There's so much you can glean from plants. Juniper, uh, the mycologist, studier fungi uh, from Goodfellas University, walks up on stage and slaps you and says, Keep the mushrooms out of your mouth! <gasps> hey! Hey! I have, I have spent days talking to mushrooms. Mushrooms are great. They make wonderful music if you, if you let them. <laughs> I'm the mycologist. Keep the mushrooms out of your mouth. Look, I used them as an example. You only care about one type of plant. I care about all the plants. Therefore, I'm better than you. He's gatekeeping mushrooms. Don't you diss other plants that aren't mushrooms. Just because you lack the the ability to go beyond a very narrow scope. This is the controversy that gets you kicked off the first research team. Is you start talking about mushrooms, and there's a huge inner like college rivalry between <laughs> botany and mycology. Uh, and the mushroom people are like, "Listen, they mushrooms aren't plants. They're fungi. It's a separate kingdom." And then they just start throwing hands on you. <laughs> They're technically not plants, but you know what? <laughs> That's like arguing whether a tomato's a fruit or not. You can technically be right, but you'd be a fool to argue it. Uh, strength contest as you get jumped by a gang of mycologists on stage. <laughs> oh no, what's what's my strength? It's not good, I don't think. No. Uh, let's, let's roll. Oh, I only rolled a five. Um... <laughs> I botched. <laughs> I got a two, I botched. Yeah, they bum rush you. It's, it's like, this is academia, but there's just like a, a coordinated gang of like five people. They're like, tunnel snakes rule. And they just like throw you off the stage. From, from the bottom <laughs> of this pile, Juniper will shout. I did say the mushrooms were cool and you are acting as a collective here, much like the mushrooms would do. <laughs> but other parts do too. Oh. You're proving my point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Zana, are you giving a presentation here on uh, the, the importance of psychology and psychological study in the new world? Um, should I go last? If we're going, uh... um, I can, I can, I can, I can take it from here. Um, I'm gonna like sort of like swagger on stage. It's very, you know, like I'm like adjusting my tie. I'm very like sort of like doing finger guns and winking out into the audience. No one is reciprocating. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um like yeah, a lot of people like just like very like like if anything, just like like doing like a like like shouting like like a muttering like curses or whatever at me you know um and um uh so i'm going to uh um my my pitch is how like um 
uh, in the new world, like, uh, sure, you know, we, we all, we all love cartography, maps, right? They all, they, they look great. We all love to have them, uh, globes, all about that shit. But like, what are, what are we really using this for? It is for, uh, tracking crime. And so I think that we can, we can really do some great innovations in terms of like heat maps of, uh, crime ridden neighborhoods. Um, you know, we can like, um, you know, like, uh, figure out like what, um, um, you know, uh, like, different, like, groups and, like, you know, different, like, cultures there are, which ones are, like, have, like, proclivities towards crime or not, and, um, uh, just sort of, like, like, plan it out there, and then we plan our, our, uh, attack in terms of, like, um, getting rid of all this, like, crime by, like, really cracking down on certain areas, letting, you know, like, other ones, like, uh, really flourish and, like, sort of, you know, um, take advantage of, like, the, uh, crime-ridden area's resources, uh, that, that's sort of, that, that's sort of my plan here, you know, I'm gonna, like, um, uh, unveil a very crudely drawn and in no way in relation to actually what the, that place looks like, because I have no idea, but just, like, sort of heat map of, like, areas with, like, crime, there's, like, skull and crossbones on certain parts, yeah. Well, I mean, it's worth saying that fantasy fiction uh, gave us Palantir, which became the company Palantir in real life. Uh, so fantasy, you know, fiction becoming reality, becoming fiction again. Uh, the security state moves <laughs> yeah. ever forward. So no, I think it's going to be great. So that's sort of that's that's sort of my presentation here. I think that this is a uh, yeah. Um, um, and like, you know, I, I think that like there'll be other areas like everyone like there's going to be other areas. They'll be great for um um, sort of like more like advanced financial um, uh, uh, apparatuses that we can like sort of you know um, uh, bring like banks in there who can like sort of um, uh, do complex forms of loans and I think that that'll be really great and really innovative for this new area. Uh, yeah, I th- I th- this, this it just it just provides a great uh, opportunity for all sorts of innovations. If Vimble really is turning a new leaf in the present, um, <laughs> yeah. the, the last appearance of Bastard Vimble is going back to the purest vein of bastardry. Yes, that's, uh, that's the plan here. <laughs> All right. Um, Zana, did you give your presentation now? Hello, it's me, Zana. You're welcome. My presentation <laughs> is on... Excuse me, I said you're welcome. Please clap. Yeah, uh, everyone, everyone claps. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll like a charisma save here to see if uh, anyone. Uh, nope, that's a one. <laughs> everyone loves you. Everyone's Fuck. standing Yay! ovation, Woo! screaming yeah. like they're at a Beatles concert. <laughs> <laughs> Someone throws panties at you. Yes. <laughs> I put I'm my sorry. arms out to absorb it all. Like yes. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the dice loves Anna. My presentation is about the power of suggestion, which, as you all know, is very powerful, right? Yes, it's so powerful, <laughs> like you! And here I am here to demonstrate. For example, you! You're a dog. Bark like a dog, right oh now. My- <laughs> Mari, you know Austin Yorsky is on the other side of this, and he's gonna- <laughs> he has to have this out. <laughs> You're hurting me. Do it. You are a dog. Woof woof. <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> you see, with the power of suggestion in this new world, we can have complete and total control over the working class and others so that no one can ever question our domain and rule. We cannot let the social structures of the old world be disintegrated in the new one. Remember, rich people should be in charge. Oh, they love that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The okay, uneducated so who we do not allow to get educated are stupid and we deserve to be smart and they're dumb. And I think I'm right. Thank you. Also, you break up with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Roll intimidation. Okay, hold on. Austin <laughs> Austin opens a Word document with uh villain season crosses it out. <laughs> He's like, We've already done it. It's we don't need it. Twenty-two. <laughs> um, oh my god! <laughs> he just says, "Get away from me, you hag!" <laughs> Security removes her physically. <laughs> yeah, Bimble swoops in and is like, uh, "Come with me." <laughs> Are you bothering this man? <laughs> oh my god. And that was my presentation. You're welcome. <laughs> Clap immediately oh, now. They yeah, they hoot and they holler both. I didn't know these characters could get worse, and I'm excited <laughs> we found a new low. Um, on his, on on their way out, Vimble uh, like pulls one of his darts out and like sort of like like holds it up like and it's just like clap to the to the girl he's escorting out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right, so you all can mill around and go to the other presentations. Like I said, there, there's the uh, Department of Oceanology, Meteorology, and Zoology that I think are of particular interest to your characters, just because out of character, we know those are the who go up in the first research team. Uh, you know, off screen, you can go to a bunch of other ones if you want. Uh, that, that guy is still a dog. <laughs> is he following you? No, he's just a dog now. <laughs> Oh my god, I gotta try this move. Does this work? I mean, apparently it is. Look, Austin, if you've got the right stats, it clearly works in the real world. There are plenty of people who just demand people do things and they do them. It's a whole category of thing. Yeah, it is true that I've noticed that if I dress feminine and then order men around, they do what I say. But you have to say it nicely. So I think if I pointed at someone and told them they were a dog, I have like a 15% chance of it working in real life. Austin. Austin, of the various places we could go, am I correct to assume that zoology might be a place that would have some connection? I'm guessing, I'm guessing rival-wise, that's probably where, where Juniper's alternative person's going to end up. Exactly. Uh, what's funny is yeah. I didn't... I didn't make this character as a foil to yours. Uh, this I you know make up the NPCs basically two years in advance based on like themes I would want to explore. So that you made a uh, an animal who loves plants, and I made a plant who loves animals uh, is just a weird coincidence. But as soon as you started bringing this nervous nerd energy, I was like, well, obviously uh, the, your counterpart is like super confident. <laughs> it's the only way this. Oh goes. yeah, I'm just assuming a tree that's a that's a jock that loves like dogs. That's that's the mental picture I've been building, and I don't know how accurate that's going to end up. But. <laughs> all right, I'm going to put this image in the roll twenty for us all to talk about. Uh, the, Levi, I think, had more uh, input on this one than anyone. 
um, because I said, you know how dry. Oh. I said, you know how dr- dryads are always like super feminine and like naked and like sexy. I was like, what if we reverse it and it's like a dude who's like really like masculine and like you know pecks out. And Levi was like, what if trans man dryad who takes basically like the gender stuff up to, you know and really explores it in like another way so uh this is buddy the dryad and he's awesome and very cool i the the best way i can describe this is like what if what if the lead singer of some like 80s uh glam metal band was made of plants and wearing like an open like a partially closed dressing gown yeah, so it looks like the, uh, Buddy's wearing an orange turtleneck and like half of a jacket. Like only the jacket's only on one arm is what's I think is going on here. Yeah, um, they 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 have very confident, strong energy. Yeah, yeah, they, they yeah they like I, I think you're right with like the like '80s like glam metal. Like this looks like someone who has like their entire uh, uh, catalog is uh, songs that are very clearly about cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's wearing rings on every finger. Um, I think th- I think th- those are either like vines around his arms or tattoos of uh, vines where the leaves are hearts. It's all yeah. extremely. And aesthetic. when I say like like all their songs are about cocaine, that is not an indictment of them. They rule. They're just like, you can tell that it took it took them like fifty like fifty minutes to write. Yeah, look, this the, this person, if they made music, their music would largely be about how they feel strong enough to kill God. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, I feel like I'm exactly at the moment where I'm more powerful than God. That's mm, where I'm yeah. sitting in a tree being me. Uh, so yeah, you, you walk into the Department of Zoology and immediately, like, uh, you know, animals, like, there's like a goat at the door and it just starts headbutting you in the shins, Juniper, uh, and Buddy just yells over, just like, uh... Hey, I heard you were mushroom food over at your presentation. Good job. <sighs> Look, I don't see why they didn't see this as a value add. You could send people up who just know about mushrooms, or you can send up someone who knows about mushrooms, and the 99% of things that aren't a mushroom. There's so many things that aren't mushrooms! <laughs> uh, Buddy is on the other uh, side of the this uh, you know speaking area. Uh, Buddy has like a parrot perched on his shoulder. Uh, there's a great uh, one that Levi did in this drawing that has what appears to be like beaver teeth. So it's like a <laughs> it's like a colorful bird which for some reason has buck teeth. It's very funny. Oh gosh, see you've you've got you've you've got it easy. You've got the easy side of explaining this because like look you. Animals are easy. You look at one, it's got big teeth, it's probably going to bite stuff. It's got big claws, it's probably going to scratch stuff. Is it running at you? Probably run away. Like, Yeah, it almost is like my discipline is much better and more applicable and more valuable than yours. It's, it's almost like literally anyone could go up the surface and go, oh, that thing's got wings and it's coming at me and it has big teeth. Go away from it. Like, you don't need a specialist to tell you that. But you do need a specialist to tell you which things you can like ride into battle and which ones will be very popular pets and which one's food and like you're playing in the dirt and I'm riding on a rhinoceros. Which one is going fast and looks person sized? Ride that one. Which one, you know, which one could, which one is cute? Everyone could tell that. And which ones can you eat? Good berries are things. Someone told me that earlier. You don't need to know which animals to eat if you've got good berry. 
like, yeah. Uh, uh, I, I, don't th- I don't think Vimble's, like, uh, really, like, uh, engaging, but he's just sort of, like, um, uh, milling about trying to, like, um, uh, make, like, s- like, suss out the animals if any of them are, like, dangerous or if they're, like, part of a plan. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So I think like the College of Zoology here, uh, probably. I mean, I think isn't the um, it'd be like the you know uh, in America. I know uh, <laughs> England has different college stuff going on, but like the agricultural and mechanical universities in Amer- America do have like farming programs. There's an anime about this by the Full Metal Alchemist lady. <gasps> what? What? A farming no, thing by Full called? Metal Alchemist lady? <laughs> Hold on! Holy shit! We're, <laughs> I need the name of this. Yeah, we're sorry. We're on a Google break here. Let me look this up. Yeah, yeah. Watch no, ev- no. Everyone, like, this is good stuff. Like, everyone, pause this podcast. Go watch episode one. We'll come back and reconvene and talk about it. That'll be important for the rest of this. Yeah. Silver. It's called Silver Spoon. Is the name of this uh, manga and anime, which I did watch because it was by the Full Metal Alchemist lady. But it's literally about this uh, this exact thing, which is an agricultural. It's a high school because it's Japan, of course. <laughs> they only care about high school in their media for some reason. Um, but yeah, like they, you go to school and there's like cows and you learn how to like you know birth a cow and how to. It's it's this whole thing. It's it's like one of the. I'm just talking about this anime now. <laughs> One of the things about that anime is like it's really unflinching and gross because working on a farm is gross. But that's like the vibe, Vimple. Is you come over and there's like uh, all these animals penned up, and you know people are like, "Oh, this is how you f- you know feed them, and this is how you f- uh, fix this illness." And it's like smelly and it's gross, and you're like a upper class billionaire's playboy son, and it's like disgusting to you. Uh, yeah. You want to roll animal handling? Oh, okay, sure. Um... Uh, where is animal handling? Okay, yes, yeah, so it's a plus zero. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, 15. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, you don't get kicked by a horse or anything, which is good. Uh, kind of the gimmick of animals of the old world is that they're hybrids. So there's, there's like, you know, the uh shark horse is a famous one from an earlier season so there's probably some shark horses uh there's the bumblebee sloth stuff like that animals in the new world are just weird wacky creations that whatever murray yells out so yeah there's nothing there's no like terrible flesh monsters i'm picturing it as like like vimble like everything went way downhill like this is like like everything goes way downhill for vimble but like like it doesn't it he gets like this isn't him being, like, a better person, but this is, like, he's in his element and, like, you know, like, he's not a, like, total loser here. He's, like, uh, at least things relatively go well for him, largely because of nepotism, but, like, Mm -hmm. this is, uh, this is while he still, like, has some of his mojo. Yeah, so you see, like, a pig sheep, and you're like, ah, yes, where my tenderloins come from. Good job, peasants, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, like, like try, like, go to pet it, and, like, it doesn't, like, bite bite me, or, like, it goes to, and I, like, sort of get away, and then, like, like get, like, a good pet in, and I'm like, ha, 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 gross. And then I, like, sort of keep strolling. <laughs> but, yeah, so we're at Calthinian University right now, so this is, like, you know, this is technically your father's property. Buddy uh, is from Goodfellas University with Juniper. That's where they have their rivalry, and they're both visiting. Mm. Uh, so the, these aren't Buddy's animals, but that you can tell, like they're like some of them are leaping out of their pens to go hang out with Buddy. <laughs> they're like they they just want to be close to him. He just the same way plants love Juniper, animals just love Buddy. Look, I'm, I'm as as a side note, I'm just gonna put some su- some some subtext on the table. I'm pretty sure that Juniper really wants to be liked by this plant plant person the the under the underpinning of 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 the arguing here is 
Oh, you're so cool. <laughs> we didn't really specify what dryads. I assume people in our audience are familiar, but like he's green. His hair is literally plants. And it's like we talked about like the 80s hair metal. It's like covers one eye. It's very cool. Just extremely cool and confident. And I mean, I don't know how this is going to go, but you know, that's the popular fanfic pairing is all I'll say. I know how people are. Yeah. Ju- Ju- Juniper-, Juniper wishes that she was seen cool by this tree person. Zana, what are you up to? Um, she is in the party area, um, just sitting there testing how far she can go. She's just pointing at people. You stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down. Why don't you try uh, an intimidation on Buddy? I want to see how they feel about you because you don't go to the same school you've never met. Okay. Twelve. Yeah, that's not gonna do it. You know, like you see uh, Juniper and Buddy are like beefing, and you walk over and you do tr- you try that shit on him, and he just says, uh, or he he just says, uh, charmed, I'm sure, and like gestures to like a a bison that kind of like p- goes to bully you out of the room, just kind of push you with its big horns. It's bison, stop it, stop, stop, stop it, stop, <laughs> and I'm just like being pushed away. Stop, yeah, stop. <laughs> that's good I, that's that's the that's what's cool about this episode is we get to establish uh these characters and how they feel about you <laughs> and <laughs> right away they're not impressed with your bullshit everyone else is but we, we've talked about the fact that juniper really wants to be up there and i think like possibly to her own detriment she's been very like she's not necessarily showing uh, putting her best foot forward in how she presents herself because she's just like, no, fuck you. You're less good than me. If you only focus on a subset, I'm the best. Let me go. Let little bit, little bit not good at that. Buddy puts a hand on your shoulder and is like, I guess I should thank you. I think you were probably a front runner for the first research team. If you hadn't, uh, gotten into that fungi little trouble that little little, uh, spot of fungus trouble i might not have been able to go i got into nothing the mushroom people are you know insecure about their lack of wide-ranging knowledge it's fine good for them they ruined my day for me but that's on them that's not on me Mm -hmm. i just i just want to go meet some plants bet they got good ones up there (laughs) buddy says plants are overrated they're not thinking about anything they're a real drag. I, hey, look, their thoughts are usually more interesting than animals. I, look, have you ever tried like being around someone who you who does talk to animals? Usually, it's like, oh, I'm hungry. Oh, what's that over? Th-? Like, it's like it's like talking to it's like talking to children. There's nothing interesting to be gleaned. Sit and chat with a flower. That's that's where you've got the abstract stuff that gets you thinking. It's called honesty, Juniper. Most people are thinking about food and sex and sleep, and the animals are just brave enough to admit it. It's called being surface level. You got nothing else going on in there with the animals. They're just like food, 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 food. Maybe I'll fuck food, food, food. It's the whole day. While you're touching, uh, Buddy's hand just like starts moving to touch your ears, and then he realizes it and stops. <laughs> The whole, the whole time, like six gold rings on every figure, <laughs> and it's just like ears, bunny ear. Oh nope, nope, nope. Normal, be normal. <laughs> and Juniper is there the whole time going plant hair, plant hair, plant hair. No. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, 
So I'm glad we got that. Um, anybody want to visit uh, Oceanology or Meteorology? I think actually the Oceanology Lab is connected to the swimming pool. I don't know <laughs> logistically if that would be anything, but I like that's what I imagine. Um, I think uh, I think Vimble wants to check out like Meteorology. I feel like that's like uh, makes sense as like uh, uh, you know uh, uh, like contrast against uh, cartography or like they're like related, I guess. I'm so glad you said that because that is your rival and that yeah. uh, really bolsters my d- decisions. I feel like I chose correctly. So you yeah. go to the the center of meteorology and you can see that they have a big like testing ground, a big testing area. And there is currently several small active tornadoes circling the, the grounds. And you hear uh, people like shouting like, oh, my God, look at that uh, as you as you approach. Uh, oh, yeah, cool. Whatever. Uh Stars suck and like uh, like <laughs> or wait no <laughs> weather sucks. People <laughs> doesn't even know what meteorology is. <laughs> that rules. <laughs> yeah, meteors, right? <laughs> As you approach, you see something or someone flitting between the tornadoes on feathered wings. Do you want to describe this character? Wow. Uh, all right. So we got we got sort of like a, we got a bird person here. So we're, we're talking standard issue bird person. You know what I mean? Uh, body. It's wise. a harpy, to be clear, because there are several bird people in D&D. Yeah, I said, I said bird person. <laughs> uh, there, there are aracocras, kenkus, and harpies. This is your classic Greek harpy. Okay. Yeah. What if What if you had a big bird, but it had like a giraffe neck, but for a bird, and it's punk. But then there was a punk rock front singer. Yeah. On that. Yeah. Specifically, the kind of bird that this is based on, this is Levi's call, was an egret. And if you've ever seen their necks, they have just comically long necks. So she is, that is like her most uh, hilarious feature is that she has, she's yeah. a punk rocker with an egret's neck. It's sick. Mm-hmm. She's the se- She looks like she would be the secret additional member of like Kiss or something. Yeah. I don't know why that's the band I think she would fit into. I have another picture here somewhere. Um, a thing you can't see in this uh, image, I'm putting another one in here, is that she has a guitar strung over her back. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. Well, you made the mistake, tall woman. Oh, that's, late, a, that's, that's a good tall woman. You've made a mistake, Austin. She's tall. I don't know that she's always tall because egrets. How big that wingspan, though? Ooh. Yeah, well, she. <laughs> look, she can be tall, and that's enough. Have you ever seen an egret zoop? So they start off, they're just like little potatoes. And then when they stand up, their legs get really long and then their neck zoops out. It's really funny. They, they like quintuple in length. So tall. More tall. What, what you're saying is can become tall on command. Okay. But also be small. Uh-huh. Mm. She, she can be travel sized or large. Um, <laughs> But she, she has a purple electric guitar slung over her back, uh, which looks ancient and, like, scarred with magic. Uh, and it's, uh, like, when she's flying between the tornadoes, like, cackling, uh, it is uh, inexplicably doing, like, like sick metal riffs and stuff as she flies around. And, like, lightning is striking around her. Yeah, a little too flashy for my taste. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, this character eventually flies down and, like, lands by the donors and says... So you see, we can wipe out any enemy armies with the tornadoes or destroy their crops with the blizzards I showed you. So think about that when you go into your wallets and such. 
and uh, the, everyone seems very impressed by this demonstration. Um, yeah, I, like um, uh, I, I'm like I'm like very like oh yeah, I've 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 taken down a couple. Uh, uh, I've I've run simulations of people with weather machines. It doesn't seem that hard to take down. <laughs> Uh, as you say that, something goes wrong with the, the magical, like, crystal powering the machine, and it starts, like, billowing black smoke. And she's like, ah, just one second! And she, like, runs over to it to try to fix it, uh, because uh, this is an experimental technology. There is a there is a spell in D&D called, I believe, Control Weather, but it's it's very high, so she cannot cast it at will. And she starts uh, tinkering. She has goggles, like, with pink glass in, uh, on them, and she, like, pulls them down and starts tinkering with the weather machine as the donor starts talking to each other like well it would be very good for defense if we could smite our enemies with lightning but i don't know this seems unproven and they're like talking amongst themselves like that yeah i'm gonna like go over like at like the most inopportune time to be like so how's it going over here cool presentation i guess berry cheeks how is your (laughs) money uh (laughs) (laughs) it's good yeah, well, some of us have to work for a living. You know, they don't give out scholarships for being the most annoying guy ever, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, my, my my thing's less about money and more justice, you know what I mean? That's uh, that's sort of my whole thing now. Like, it used to, like, my whole my thing used to be money, but now, like, justice is, like, sort of what I'm into. Must be nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, so, like, what's <laughs> what's this junk that you're doing? I'm trying to get sent up to the new world so I can... What do you mean? You know what this whole thing is. You set it up. Your family's in charge. How are you not dead? How do you feed yourself? Um, I mean, I, uh, people do it for me, but, um, uh, <laughs> you know... <laughs> uh, people handle that stuff. I mostly just, like, go out on the prowl and, like, uh, uh, make sure that, like, things are as they should be. You staying out of trouble... Oh yeah! At this, she like like snaps. Her head turns like 180 degrees around, like her neck corkscrewing, like painfully almost. Yeah. And she's like, "I am haven't been on probation in t- two semesters." That's good. Uh, stay. Uh, uh, for your sake, I hope you stay on the straight and narrow. And then, like, I'm gonna like sort of like pat her on the back. Yeah, she 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 actively tries to squirm away. <laughs> Um, like, at the, at the point when, like, her, like, like, the next time she, like, like, turns her attention back to her machine, I'm gonna try and pickpocket her to see if she has, like, any <laughs> contraband. <laughs> you monster. Yes, sleight of hand. I want to yeah. say in this image that Levi did, the goggles appear to have a, is that that, is the beak attached to the bottom of the goggles? I just, uh. Yeah, cool. that does look like that. That's sick. Um, okay. Oh, I get five. Oh, uh, boy. Yeah, that's not good enough. You, you like, try to uh, reach into her bag or something, and yeah. the, the guitar does, like, a, a sick power chord and shocks you. <laughs> oh, you almost killed me! <laughs> <laughs> that, that, I assume, knocks me down to, like, one health. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you did take one damage, and she oh, says, okay. <laughs> You're fine, you big baby. Why don't you go ask your daddy to put a Band-Aid on it? <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna be like very dramatic and then like um uh you fiend and then like sort of like jump to my feet and sort of like scurry off. 
Nice. Uh, Zana and Juniper, do you eventually uh, show up here? You aren't moving together as a group because you haven't been, uh, you know, formally grouped together, but you can, fo- you, can sh- you know, interact and so forth. Oh, I have a chariot made of people now. Holy Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Cirque du Soleil type situation. It's like the, yeah, it's literally like several people all crawling on the ground. And then on top of that, more people who create a chair and I'm sitting on it. Oh my god! All right, yeah, you roll up on this, uh, and she she like whips around and looks at you with her long, eager neck, and says, "Another one. Where do they get all this money?" What? Nothing, ma'am. It's a pleasure to see you. Do you want to invest in my weather technology? Um. Yeah, I just did get just like a huge inheritance, so I am important, and. What does it do? Well, if when it, it's fully operational, we should be able to put rain where we need it for crops and to put, um, but- I don't know. Rain kind of fucks up my hair, so no, I don't think so. Well, well, hold on, hold on. There are other features, maybe like a a, a wind that can make your hair flow behind you, or like really uh, theatrically all the time. Yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Well, go back, go back to the go back to the weather stuff. Could you make like a self sustaining ecosystem where the perfect weather required for plants was on like a on like a timer system, so they're getting exactly the kind of weather they needed at exactly the right moment? Juniper, you just kind of pop up out of the corner. She's like, ah, because she didn't yeah. see you approach. Uh, and you're the only normal person she's seen today. So she actually introduces herself <laughs> to you, Juniper. She's, she reaches out a hand and says, uh, hello, I'm, I'm Gail. I'm the meteorology expert here at the Calthonian University. And she, uh, she's like puts her goggles down to like look cool to you because she, you're the only one who's not like a fucking sicko a billionaire sicko (laughs) this is the first time juniper has found a person that has something to say that isn't directly plants Mm -hmm. that juniper actually wants to hear yeah and i mean it's because it's going to be helpful for plants but she is interested and she does want to hear what someone else has to say for a second in terms of like millionaire sickos just like uh bimble's just in the background milling around like asking people when we like put on our like animal masks and start doing like the like weird (laughs) people parties oh like when that starts (laughs) (laughs) when you're gonna burn the giant owl yeah Uh, (laughs) does juni put on like a like a human face mask no. Well, I mean, no. No, I mean, you're you're you. assuming that she's invited, but like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, she's not. She's 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 not rich. She is dirt poor. Hold on, hold on. You little rabbit. Do you actually grab that rabbit? Put it on the chariot. Um, I'm. Uh, We're going to a party. Uh, uh, sorry, no. Uh, I I I would rather not. I'm more interested in. Uh, tell me about this weather stuff. <laughs> Yeah, this is interesting. What are the applications for plant life? Um, we'll do kind of some kind of check here because Gail wants to talk to you about like how the weather could help your plant studies. I think you two have a lot in common, but Zana wants to abduct you to take you to a bohemian grove situation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Just take you. <laughs> I, I'm not so sure about it being a persuasion <laughs> role because defin- or, or anything like that because I think that definitely... Juniper is more interested in this, so I think it would have to be some kind of other, like it, you could maybe try and say scare Juniper into coming, like so that sort of approach might work. But you, Bird Woman, get on this chariot so that rabbit will come. 
Here, here's my suggestion. Dex save as one of Zana's thralls tries to grab you. This is <laughs> coming out of the, the chair. A seven? Nope. <laughs> Zana's oh. thralls grab you and uh, pull you up onto the chariot, and so Gale's like uh, has to fly after you to talk to you. I really hope to meet you again. I would legitimately love to learn about how weather could be used as to create self-sustaining ecosystems for plants. Bye. My name's Juniper. <laughs> uh, Gale's invited too. Just say yeah. I'll just say Ga- Gale's a harpy, so she can fly like after you and be- and say oh yeah. You're still having the oh, conversation. No. I've just kidnapped. Oh no, you. yeah. Juniper is 100 uh, has assumed that uh, Gale was coming and then when gail does come it's like oh, oh yeah. um, you're like bye and then she lands on the chariot next to you and is like so i have some some current concerns about the toxicity of the materials we're using <laughs> yeah I, I i worry like if you're recycling the weather like ad nauseum weather that would introduce like contaminants into the system that wouldn't naturally be there yeah See, I'm working on that. The thing is, it's hard to find the pure crystals, you know, because of all the marauding cannibals and the wastes. Okay, but you have the hair thing, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Okay, you can stay then. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's this this chariot of people carrying Zana, Gale, and Juniper. Uh, and you, I guess you just eventually find your way to the party area by the pool where the, the, the last... Uh, presentation we're going to be talking about today is uh and this is someone from uh shard point university where zana goes oh oh hell yeah oh this cool motherfucker oh no that person has self-assured a self-assured sense of self that is one confident son of a bitch yeah he probably really likes like rocks or something this is someone who knows what they like Extreme nerd energy, though, where it's like, I love, you know, glass. I don't know. You know? This is Walter. They, them. They're an oceanographer. Uh, there you get right there as they are giving a presentation to the assembled donors. And they're saying, I am from fifth generation fisherman family. We are just crazy about the fish, the clams, <laughs> the mussels, the shrimp, the barracuda. The, like just 15 minutes of naming different ocean things that they like. And eventually people start wandering away. I feel like I feel like we are also maybe burying the weed a bit here. We are looking at an alligator pirate. A sexy glowing alligator pirate. I'm, I'm like, what, <laughs> yeah. what if um, Prince Sidon from Breath of the Wild was a lot more buff on the top half and a lot angrier, and had energy hair. Yeah, so the D&D species this is is Triton, which is just a merfolk with legs, because canonically that's cool. merfolk only have tail, Triton have legs, that's really the main difference. But they're based on a, a, a beta fish, like the fighting betas you get at, like, at, the, you know, at Walmart or whatever, they have very colorful uh, fins. Uh, are you sure this one's not based on an alpha fish? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. But yeah, so they're like a bluish mer person, but they have these luminescent blue fins like coming off their you know elbows and uh, neck and on um, their gills on the neck. Uh, so they look extremely cool. Uh, they are wearing kind of like a pirate hat. Uh, and uh, jaunty, I, I, I want to say, like, the word that comes to mind is, like, culottes, the French pants from the <laughs> French Revolution, but, because, um, you know, the sans culottes, but I don't know what actually the fashion term is for these cool pants. Uh, thick, sexy, cinching belt in the middle. 
what's called. The, the trousers are like, what if you took a clown's trousers but actually tailored them to be a good fit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But a thing is that uh, Walter is like uh, a varsity athlete, like a, a truly like jocked out, uh, extremely uh, powerful. And like that's when Zano was like, yeah, I'm a cheerleader. I was like, well, yeah, you're rival was definitely like the athletic star of the school and so walter is like uh captain of the swim team 100 gold medals uh, unstoppable badass probably also uh on the rally ball team just just a stunt on uh, just varsity two sports fuck it is he completely like not even it's not even that he's humble he just like he's just 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 vibing doesn't that's the thing is that they don't have like the kind of confidence you have. If anything, they're just kind of like a goofy because they're they're from like a you know far flung post apocalyptic ocean. I gave them my favorite accent. It's my family's Ukrainian accent. They're just kind of like the transfer student who's like better than all of you, but doesn't really understand like that they should be an asshole because of that. <laughs> and so they're just giving this presentation and be like. All trade goes through rivers, yes. If we control rivers, you get your goods where they want to go. But I would stop and see the crab. Uh, crab is the most powerful species of all. They have armor and they have weapon. It's very impressive and delicious with butter. I would argue that it doesn't even taste good because they're sea bugs and bugs are gross and they only taste good because they're dipped in butter. Like, why don't you just drink butter? Oh, hello, Zana. Yes, this is a cheerleader for swim team, which is everyone very much loves. Zana, do you want to come and give your opinion on Mighty Crab? Uh, we also have been talking about lobster as a kind of a cousin. And there is crayfish. Uh, and there is crawdad. And there is, like, just <laughs> once again, just loses himself in the kind of a rhapsody. Okay, can of- you please stop naming sea bugs? Uh, unfortunately, this I cannot do. I, they are very important. My family, we raise bugs going back many generations. I have, look at this, a trophy for best sea bug. I have these. You can, you can have. Okay, get- well, yeah, it's a trophy for something dumb. Like, if I wanted that trophy, I'd have it. <laughs> you can have it. It is my gift to you, friends. Oh, no, I help uh, you later. No, I no, I don't. I don't want it. No. <laughs> uh, uh, Vimble, are you here? I know uh, a ju- Juniper was brought on the fucking human palaquin. <laughs> oh yeah, I know I'm here. I like. I feel like this should be like the like sort of the origin of like my um uh, dark justice cowl, where it's like um this is like it, this is my like rich guy like um uh uh occult party mask. Uh, that like mm. I'm I'm wearing now, being like um, like expect like being like where is that? Why is everyone looking at me weird? When are we starting the um uh the 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 like rich the rich guy party? Um, I want to do some of those rich people drugs that not only aren't illegal but actually absolve you of one crime if you do them. <laughs> I really hope our audience knows what Bohemian Grove is. This yeah. bit is much funnier if you know what, <laughs> if you know why. I think our can... audience should read the book by John Ronson called uh, "Them," the conspiracy one, and he like for goes into Bohemian Grove with Alex Jones in the book. Uh, Juniper is in the background of this, still talking to Gail, mainly going. Look, I think I've I think I've blown my chance of going up there, at least in the first batch of people. But if you end up there, take care of the plants until I get there, because I will get up there. Just make sure the plants are all right. I know that what the weather's like up there. Make sure they're looked after. Should I serenade them? She says and like strums her guitar like playfully. 
Oh, 100%. Um, I don't know what they'll like up there, but I know down here way more species are really into, like, heavy rock and metal than you would imagine. Thimble's, like, overhearing this and being like, yeah, right, I'm the one who's gonna go there, because, like, I, I, you know, I'm doing cartography, I already know about the stars, and I make maps, so, like, you don't even, we don't even need a meteor whatever if... <laughs> Gail, yeah, Gail like turns away from you, Vimble, like pointedly, and says to Juniper, "This fucking guy is always bothering me. His family ho- owns the whole university. He's always trying to get me kicked out because I'm here on a scholarship. I'm gonna kick his ass. Do you want to help me kick his ass? <laughs> I kind of want to help you kick his ass. <laughs> it's fine. It's 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 fine. We'll kick his ass, and then you know, I want to hear more about. I want to hear more about weather stuff." Yeah, so Juniper, you, Gail, and Vimble are having this conversation. Uh, Zana, you're 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 trying to upstage Walter, but they don't really understand that's what you're doing, and they're just continuing their discussion of the importance of oceans and seas and streams and ponds and creeks, um, just being extremely uh, wholesome about it. Uh, when uh, somebody comes through and starts telling everybody that there's the they're assembling back in the the main ballroom again for like closing remarks. Um, I reassemble my people chariot. <laughs> Vimble's gonna like back out of the fight by being like, "You're lucky, Daddy needs me for this." <laughs> <laughs> and then, like with like a swish of my, um, not quite as gross as it will be, but still like pretty rancid like cloak that I've now adorned. I'm gonna like swish that and like uh, uh disappear into the crowd. Zana's like, um, you know, like I guess if. You know, you're somebody who doesn't really have a lot going on. Water adjacent things are cool to you. So have a great day. And I, you know, stampede off. In my I chair. will have a great day. Thank you, Zana. Ugh. <laughs> I, I should probably come along to this. Mainly to make sure that a certain someone that infuriates me doesn't go up before I do. Uh-huh. Gail yeah. says, I'm working on a song called Eat My Balls, Buried Cheek. Do you want to hear it? Oh, <laughs> please. Uh, so everybody files back into the main ballroom. Uh, Gail and Juniper, uh, Gail's playing a, a cool little riff for you. Uh, B- a buddy walks in, or I think Buddy actually is uh, rides in on like a, a giant capybara or something, and everyone's like really impressed, <laughs> and it makes you mad. Um, uh, Ju- Juniper, whoa, let me quickly check what spells does Juniper have at level one that I can use to try and upstage. Uh, um Oh, I got Mold Earth, uh, or Entangled. Either of those, I'm gonna try and use to make the uh, the animal trip over, just so that uh, so that this whole very impressive charade seems a little less impressive. Yeah, you know, you trip Buddy's capybara, uh, he falls down, and then he starts coming over to you to like fight you, because <laughs> Juniper, you're drawing everyone's heat, but then Gale gets in between you, and it's like, <laughs> wow, uh, the the tension here, the drama. This is like uh, Riverdale. <laughs> It's amazing. You're in the middle of so much. <laughs> Zana starts whispering in a bunch of people's ears and laughing. Look, I don't know what you're upset about. Your plot, your animals are amazing and my plants suck. It's fine. I get it. I get it. Definitely looked like what was going on. 
Walter comes in like following a crowd of like rich people who are clearly trying to get away and is, be- and is just explaining to them, there are many kinds of fishing lures. You have your classic hook and worm situation. You can have net, you can have a crab trap, you can have fly fishing. This is very interesting. And they're just explaining all this to these people who are like, I don't care, please. I just want to give money and then have more money come back. That's this arrangement. What are you doing? Um, and at this point, uh, Mr. Calthidian like takes the podium, uh, and tries to quiet everybody down. Oh, I'm just slowly walking around, whispering in people's ears and just thinking it's so funny. And then I start making some suggestions and you can make the speech if you like. Now, Mr. Calthinian says, it's been such a pleasure to meet you all today, to hear your stories and share in your dreams. I think together we will be able to explore uh, explore, uh, (laughs) the new world and we'll all be able to, uh, what's, uh, excuse me, what's going on out there? Oh, nothing. Anyway, um, I'm coming on stage. Give me the microphone. Give it to me. Okay. Give it to me. Most unorthodox. Give me the microphone. <laughs> Give it to me. Well, yeah, Mr. Kelvinian backs down and gives you the microphone. Yeah. Now lay on the ground, face down. Oh my god, intimidation. This <laughs> The mystery is how you got fucking double detention is coming out. Roll intimidation. 18. Yeah, Mr. Calthidian is a gnome man. Uh, just in the same way you stepped on his son so hard you planted him in the, in the ground like a seed. <laughs> I use him as a, you know, one of those like boxes to stand on when you're, you know, sitting next to a microphone. I use him yeah. as that. Even though I don't need it and I actually have to make the microphone stand longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. You use them um, as an apple box. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um, yeah. Everybody, I have an amazing idea. Shardpoint has been the best since forever. And if we do teamwork, that means that we have to share credit for the things we do. And I think that's done. So I think... We should all just start killing each other to make sure nothing like this happens ever again. And as a bonus, I think it would look really cute if everyone else gave themselves gallo smiles. Why don't we, what do you guys think? You guys think that's a great idea? Uh, you want to roll persuasion? Okay. Come on, back roll. 22. Oh my God. Yeah, at this point, whatever hypnotic hypnotic power you have starts working on the less uh, willful people and some people begin uh, attacking each other. Uh, it is almost... Oh, like- and themselves. <laughs> and themselves, yeah. It's- there's a minor zombie outbreak in the ballroom. Uh, roll initiative. Uh, Vimble and Juniper, I guess. Zana, you're just standing at the po- podium smiling. Oh, Juniper's just fleeing. Get the fuck out of this room. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got an eight in initiative. Oh, my God. All right, yeah. I got a nine. So, Juniper, uh, why don't you ro- uh, roll athletics to run? Oh, that's a crit. That's 21. Juniper gets the hell out of here real good. Yeah, that's incredible. So, um, Juniper, you feel free to paint me a picture of how you escape. Do you bring uh, Gail with you? Do you make, like, a... Uh, I can show you the world, <laughs> like escape as she flies with you, or how does this how does this I, look? I, I I think the way this works is that Juniper like 
grabs Gale and sort of shakes enough to go, we need to run and leave, and motions Gale to start flying out. Juniper's then going to start bouncing in big bunny hop leaps behind, and the two of them will be sort of escaping together. Juniper sort of drops to the floor, escaping together. Juniper drops to the floor. That is the sort of cadence of that escape route. All right, so you're you're just booking Vimble. Uh, you're you do you drop your cowl and like pull out your darts? Yeah, well, yeah. So like, I feel like I, I, my first uh, I, impression is that like, oh, like um um. This is the this is like the like uh, the uh, rich person party started in here. Um, <laughs> whoa! I guess everyone got like a weird uh, dose of the uh, the um, secret like um, uh, uh, drugs that we uh, uh, get from like um, uh, incredibly endangered species. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, you're like, oh, a, 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 the super adrenochrome went bad. Yeah, That's what exactly. You think. Yeah, yeah, uh, but. You- you rolled a six and I rolled a nine. So basically, uh, some uh, old lady here uh, trying to you know invest her money in a trade route in the new world so she can give her uh, grandchildren even more inheritance uh, just uh, straight up shanks you with like a, a fucking... A crochet needle. <laughs> you know those like um, those toothpicks that go through the olives into the fancy sandwiches? Of course. <laughs> She's just like, she's going to shank you with that. Uh, okay. seventeen. Okay. Uh, yeah, that, that's that. That is uh, above my armor class. All right. Uh, you take five damage. I'm dead. <laughs> You're dead. Yeah. He dies. That's how he doesn't remember. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So this old this old lady just turns and like just stabs you in the throat with like a decorative uh fucking uh toothpick or whatever, and you, you're like, oh yeah, it's time for justice. Ow! Oh god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took me out immediately. Yeah. That's exactly how this should have gone. Yeah. Uh, Juniper, uh, you can tell me in a second how you and Gail are like having this romantic runaway, I guess, is how this is turning out. But right now, uh, two people charge the stage because it's pretty clear that Zana is the source of whatever's happening. You telling everybody you attack each other, and then they started doing that. Um, Prove it! Prove it! <laughs> Prove it! Uh, it's Buddy. You're just, you're crazy. You're making things up in your head. You're blaming women. It's Buddy the Dryad and Walter the Triton. Roll initiative. Seven. Nineteen. So uh, once again, uh, even though you had much better bonus, actually, uh, the other NPCs go. I think um, uh, Buddy is a Dryad, so like a plant person. Uh, he like whips his arm out at you, and a, a vine like just shoots out of his hand like a whip, and it's like covered in bramble. So he's going he's going to try to vine whip you. Uh, Eighteen. Why are you attacking women? That hits. <laughs> you take six damage as it lashes you. Uh, and then Walter picks up the podium. This is just pure weight room gains and is just going to uh, try to clobber you with it. Um, 12. It does not hit. I have 13. All right. So tell me how you uh, get out of that and then it's your turn. Um. So I have the vines, but then I jump up and I twirl in the air with the vines and I land into the dryad's arms like, hi. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't attack me Uh, because I'm dodging the other one. Yeah. So I landed in his arms and I'm just like, 
I didn't do anything. All I did was go on stage and start talking. I didn't touch anyone. I didn't drug anyone. I don't understand why you guys are making this assumption when in reality, I feel like there was a lot going on already. You know, they could have put like drugs from an endangered animal in the punch. Uh, yeah, roll deception on Buddy the Dryad. Fifteen. <laughs> yeah, uh, Buddy says... Oh, I mean, that does make sense. There are actually a lot of pheromones that animals can give off, which can kind of create kind of a rage. Well, you know, uh, have you ever heard of uh, mad cow disease? Do you know about? Oh, uh, uh, yeah, I definitely have heard about mad cow disease. And this definitely seems like mad cow disease for sure. Uh, so B- Buddy stops uh, trying to fight you. He's just listening to you and your your <laughs> not very probable excuses. Uh, but Walter uh, doesn't believe it and says, there is some kind of uh, hypnosis situation. Zana, I will save you from whatever has infested you. And uh, let's see here. That's be- pretty presumptuous of you to assume that me, a woman, could be easily hypnotized and even worse for you to assume that me a woman am also being demonized you have both demonized and victimized me at the same time you need to rethink how you think of gender do clap emoji better clap emoji yeah Uh, do better that's another 12 walter once again uh misses i think tries to like pry you out of buddy's hand and buddy like pulls you away and it's like no 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 it's okay uh that whatever's happening is also affecting zana she's a victim here yeah protect me buddy i am like so confused right now like what's that why does everybody hate me like i haven't done anything Okay, so is this how you get out of it? You still get detention because everyone saw you go on stage and like order everyone to start attacking each other. And it's like so unfair that I that like I didn't. You guys, you believe me, right? Um, yeah. I don't want to make. Why don't you roll performance? Because you rolled deception and you won. So if you get performance, you can squeak out of this. Although, um, I think when people go to talk to your parents after this, uh, as you said in episode one, your parents are dead. So that's going to... Ooh, 14. Yeah, so 14. I was thinking 15 for them to believe you. 14 is very close, but it's more like even if they don't believe you, they don't have enough evidence, you know? They're doubting themselves, and that's enough. (laughs) That's the first step. What, What do they find when they go to talk to your parents? They find their empty clothes and a summoning circle and traces, not a lot, just a few traces of blood. All right. So they assume that something uh, happened, something dark and magical happened to your family. It disappeared your parents. And I'm traumatized. Yes. And it, there was some kind of ling- lingering effect on you and you're a victim as well. But also they don't fully trust you and they're scared of you. So they send you away. But for their bravery of storming the stage, uh, Buddy and um, Walter definitely get to go up in the first party. And Gail's weather machine impressed everyone so much. While Juniper's <laughs> whole snafu with the mycologists disqualified you from the first team. And they tell you, Vimble, your dad tells you that everyone was impressed and you won. And it was announced to everyone and everyone was very impressed. But you were unconscious. Yeah. You, <laughs> you immediately got wiped out. And so you, you are relegated to the second team, in fact. Um, I did not know how this was going to go. It all lined up perfectly. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God.
All right. Does anybody have anything? Oh, yeah. Uh, the last image. Laura, paint us a picture of you and Gail, who I didn't know there was going to be any any of this. What's going on there? Uh, I didn't know either, but uh, I, I think... Um... I think Juniper, before Gale heads off, is is gonna go. Look, I I don't know what you're gonna find up there, but I'm gonna get up there as quick as I can and make make sure that that place is safe and looked after when I get up there, because I wanna I wanna I wanna see it look as nice as I imagine it's gonna look when you get up there. I love the animal symbolism because last episode you made a, a enemy for life with a snake, which is very like a rabbit yep, uh, yep. situation. But also birds love like scooping up rabbits. So <laughs> you having this other relationship, uh, very funny to me. Yeah. Do, do you have any like signature weather you like to make wherever you go? Because like, I'll keep an eye out when I'm up there. We should invent a new kind of weather. Oh. <sighs> Oh, what's it gonna be like? Tell me what it's gonna be like, and I'll keep an eye out. How about a spore storm? <gasps> if I see one, I'll say hi. Or spore, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> <laughs> spore. <laughs> we. <laughs> it's. Just, I'm gonna see a spore. I'm gonna see a spore before any of those bloody mycologists. <laughs> I was trying, literally trying to think, like, combining these interests, weather and plants, and it's like... I think when you've talked to some mushrooms, you should talk shit about the other guy, like the bunt mycologist. Oh, no, no, 100% Juniper is going to take the first opportunity possible to tell the mushrooms that... It, oh, if you see some, like, my, if you see those mycologists come up later, they, they suck. So be like... He's a weeb, but for mushrooms, and they go, oh, oh, yeah. ooh, yeah. And so, the reminiscing about the first day you met comes to an end, uh, as you all reflect on the wild events that led you to being the second team sent up to the surface, and how much has happened since then. And we leave off on the memory of Juniper and Gale uh, having escaped the chaos in the ballroom, um, and having that last moment together. And then we're back in the present. And uh, from the wagon where the whole group is gathered, you can see behind you uh, the ex the expanse of the plain that leads back to Duma Farm. And in front of you, you can see a beautiful beach stretching out for a hundred miles to the east. And then on that horizon, you see... The formation of strange clouds. They are unlike anything you've ever seen before. And so the team watches in wonder as they are among the first people to ever see this brand new weather phenomenon. The Spore Storm. I saw a spark against the dark And we erupt, but it's a slow burn Take a chance, we start to dance. Can see enough to know to turn around. The sound of a bonfire carries over fences, titillates our senses. We can feel the heat, the chill wind is pushing you into me. And it's 